Okay, so um, I actually, I've actually gotten a lot of shilas, like here or there, about this issue of of yayin nesach stam yinam, whatever. Um, and uh, so I figured it's a good chance to like go through. It's like you know, kind of goes into one of those interesting uh, throwback issues, um, which starts, you know, obviously in the times of the Chazal, but. Has real serious ramifications today. Every time you have a catered event, uh, this question comes up. Every time uh, anyone is in the kashrus business, this is a big, a big issue. The issue of yain mivushal, yain stam yainam. How do you deal with yain wine that's not mivushal? Why do you make wine mivushal? What is the purpose? What does that mean? Where does it come from? So it comes from um, a mishnah in Masechet Zavodah in uh, source number one, the mishnah in the Gemara. The mishnah there in Zavodah Daf Chav Tasman Beis has as follows: Eil Dvarim Shavdei Kochavim Asurim VYisurun Iser Hana. So we mentioned, uh, you know, in the past, in the last year, I think more, right? We did a Chal of Yisrael. Um, you know, so that's there are other Yisurim that the, that Chazal made related to things that were produced by non-Jews, um, and they were for different reasons. We have this issue of past Israel. We haven't talked past Israel before, right? Have we ever done that topic? We haven't done it yet. But those are generally, um, those Isurim are usually Isure Achila. You can't eat the item, right? The Isra of Stam Yenam, we'll have to see exactly what that is, um, is not just an Isra Achila, Isra Shasi, or drinking, it's an Isra Hana. You can't even get benefit from that wine, okay? Um, and we'll see certain scenarios where there's a distinction between benefit and Drinking, but that's it's significant. The Isra Hana is very significant in terms of people who want to be involved in the liquor business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real, it's a real shayla. If you want to be involved in buying and selling wine, um, it's a real issue. It's a real issue um, because the Isra, according to the Mishnah, it's an Isra Hana. Um, and we're gonna have to see what, what what does that refer to exactly. But the the Mishnah, the Gemara right below it, then says Yayin Minolan, right? How do we know there's an Isra of Yayin? And Tosus points out that the Isra that the Gemara is talking about is the, actually the Isra of Yayin that was used by a non-Jew for their worship. Okay? So we're talking about, if you just look at on the right side for a second, is it the Tosus there? Tosus says, Tema, you're concerned. Why? My Kabay Minolan. What do you mean, asking, what do you mean Minolan? How do I know? The Mishnah is talking about stam yenam. You know, stam yenam. The word stam means. Um, what does the word stam mean in English? It means like I don't know any better. I don't know anything. Just a normal case. The wine that belongs to a non-Jewish person, let's say, right? So that's not wine that was used as tikkuros avodazara. It wasn't used in an avodazara practice, right? But it was just, uh, it just belongs to someone not Jewish. That's stam yinam. You know, wine, their wine that just exists. It belongs to them. So that, that's the, so hold, just hold on one second. So the, the, the mission is talking about stam yinam, right? right? And it's a, it's a rabbinic decree. Why? Mishum benoseh. We're going we'll get to this in a second. Because of their daughters, right? Because of the, the concern for intermarriage. So, but the question is, if that's what the Gemara is bothered by, what's the Gemara's, that's what the mission is talking about. And that tells makes clear, that's what the mission is talking about. It's talking about stam yinam, right? Any, any wine that is produced by, comes from, owned by someone who's not Jewish. So the, so, Tosin answers, it's true. The real issue of stam is because we're worried about intermarriage. Uh, they wouldn't make an Isra Hana just for that reason. Okay? Um, so the Chazal said the real original Isra, and we're going to see in a, in a minute, is because of the concern for intermarriage. We'll have to explain what that means more. But that because of that, if it was just a concern for intermarriage, that would just be a reason to make it forbidden to drink it, right? Because you can't drink their wine, we can't hang out with them, it's not going to, right? We're gonna, it's going to place a barrier between us and the Nanju. Uh, the Ovid of Arazara, right? Really, we're about to say, right? But the, but, but however, Chazal made another, another extended Isser of making it like Yayin Nesach. Yayin Nesach, 
right, which has actually been used for Avodah that now has an Isra Hanah because it was something that was used for Avodah Zarah itself. The Krovis Avodah Zarah is Asher. That was, that was the Shaitla controversy 20 years ago or so, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, right, when, when uh, they found they out that the hairs were coming from, from India and all the women throughout the country and the world all ran home and took off their shaitals. Right, because there's a, it's something that's to grow so Avodah Zarah has been used in, in an Avodah Zarah practice becomes forbidden for it's, it's, it's also like a benefit from it even um, so uh, they clarified it wasn't so bad whatever it is but the bottom line is that the um, the the point being that when the mission talks about this Isser it's talking about the Isser of Stamienum Stamienum just means we don't know it was used for Avodah Zarah it's just it's Wine that belongs to an Ovidim or Zara. Um, and fine. So if that's the Isser, though, the Gemara wants to know, well, if you're going to make this super-duper Gezeira, which you're going to make it not just Asr for drinking, right, because of my concern for getting too closely connected to them, but you're going to make an Isser Hana, well, what's the original Isser? Right? What was that original Isser of, 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 of getting benefit from their... Wine. So now the Gemara says, if you look back over the Gemara, where the Gemara is, the Gemara says, Yaiminan, Amaravua, Amarakra, Ashachelov Zvachemo, Yochelo, Yishnu, Yainisechem. So the Pasuk there is talking about people who are involved in Vodazara, right? So they, the, you know, the, 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 the Navi is attacking those who, um, those who uh, get involved in eating their Karbonos of the Vodazara and the and the wine of their Avodah Zarah. So there's a, there's a connection. Just like you can't get benefit from actual korban that was brought for Avodah Zarah, you also can get benefit from wine that was brought for Avodah Zarah. Um, the Gemara there continues to explain, so how do I know you can't get benefit from the korban? How do I know? Fine. But the bottom line is, that it's considered an Isidar Raisa to get benefit from something that's used in the practice of Avodah Zarah. Fine. So that's the original Isser of Yayin Nesach itself, right? That's actual wine use for Avodah So that explains to me where the original Isser comes from. What's the Isser of that, that we're dealing with? Let's look at the source number two. The Gemara Avodah Zarah. Amr Yitzhak Gazra Pitan Mishum Shamnon. They made Xera on their bread because of their oil. My Ul made the Shemen Mipas Ela Apitan Mishamnon Mishum Yenon. They really made an Isser on the Pas Akum and Shemen Akum. The bread of non-Jews and the oil of non-Jews is really because Mishum Yenon, because they're really concerned that we shouldn't come to drink their wine. Mishum right? And the reason that they were concerned with the Ayin is because if we get involved in drinking with them, so we could come very easily to be involved with their daughters. Mishum And why, why should I not become involved with a non-Jewish woman? Because it's going to lead me to Avodah Zarah. I'm involved in her. Uh, if I, you know, marry a non-Jewish woman, as the pasuk says, what's going to happen is you'll get, you'll get, you'll stray, etc. The Gemara there asked the Kasha. I thought there's a separate Easter to marry a non-Jewish woman. The Gemara there has a back and forth. It's only the seven nations, etc. But it has a whole back and forth. But the bottom line is that the Easter of Yain Nesach of Stam Yenam, excuse me. Um, <coughs> again, Yain Nesach is the Issa Daraisa. Right? Yain Nesach is the the, the Yain that they actually use in the Vodazar. Stam Yenam is is wine that is, again, we don't know whether it's been used or not been used. But the, but the, the, the Xer of Stamienum is a concern, it still goes back to Avodah but a concern that if I, if we're, if we're allowed to drink the wine that about to see, been moved, but touched by a non-Jew, poured by a non-Jew, or certainly belongs to a non-Jew, that it can uh, lead to this type of intermingling. Wine was a staple. I mean, it still is. A staple of social interaction. Does it have to be um, something that was opened in Ah, uh, so yeah, so we're going to get to all those questions. Yeah, we will get to those questions. Okay, this is um, the reverse yeah. direction. You're talking here, the, I guess, a male Jew being right. with uh, the Non-Jewish woman, right. As opposed to for the Yayin, which we're so we're worried about our daughters, I thought. Wine, we're worried. You said our daughters. You said our daughters. Yeah. Do you mean their daughters? What did I say? Our daughters? Yeah. No, their daughters. Okay. I mean, I could go either way. I mean, it could go either way in theory. Okay. But it's a concern of intermarriage, and I guess the assumption is it's a Jewish man marrying a non-Jewish woman, but a non-Jewish woman marrying a Jewish man also be a problem. Yeah, but Chumash talks about their daughters trying to stray our guys away. Correct, correct, correct. Is Stamiena a get there against 
the wine of Abba Zara, or is it? Ah, so it's a good question. So it sounds you started, like like you started saying that Stam Yain was the right topic. Right, it seems to be evolved. Right. So the so so the so the, quite, the, the important question to get here is that you find on the one hand the Gemara seems clear that the well it's sort of it's sort of one that leads to the other right it's a it's an iser of stam yenam because maybe you'll come to uh, and hanging out with their with their uh, women and their and their families and end up end up getting involved with them and if that happens you're going to come to a vodazara right. but that's not because you're going to end up drinking maybe it's actually yainesach right maybe that one actually was used for a vodazara so but we're going to see that there I, I believe there is that concern also. Um, but we're, obviously today that concern dropped significantly, and we're going to have to see. We'll, we'll see that as we as we move along. Machlok um, is how much it dropped significantly today. And by the way, it depends on where you live and in what country you live. But um, look at the picture of the lizard, which gives a, a different. It gives us some some sort of historical context into where this comes from. Rabbi Elazar Hamodai Pirkei Dov Yezer says as follows: Rabbi Elazar Hamodai Omer Amod Pinchas Vehechri Ma Yisrael Besod Shema Mufurash. There were certain examples that Pinchas made. And one of them was, Pinchas decided to make a Gzeira that Jews should not drink the wine of non Jews. Why? That it like gets you uh, moving along. Following, following after them. Right? Because the because the wine of of the idol worshiper is is takes a person to avodazara and it takes them to illicit relationships. But by the way, part of the avoda of certain avodazaras was znus. Right? Baal Pa'or was such an attractive avodazara because part of your worship was was these types of uh, you know. Uh, you know, illicit relationships. So that was part of the draw towards, towards that of Zara. So it's not surprising that Pinchas would be a person who felt pretty strongly about this and would say, and would say you know what, what, what led these men to follow after these women? It didn't help if they were drinking with them. And right. it's certainly going to get them in some more than the general. Helps he spirits them, yes, correct, to be graphic about it, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, um, the the point being that yeah there is a a sense that the wine specifically leads us in both directions at the same time, right? Um, and therefore, and therefore was it takes you takes that xera back to almost Sinai, right? To almost as Sinai itself, right? That they, that means xera derabanan is xera derabanan that starts in the time of the Torah itself, literally according to the Gemara. Um, the, the Ramban says it in a nice way. I, I like to see the way the Ramban kind of breaks it down. So if you take a look at source number four, I just want because I, I, if nothing else, I want to make sure that we're clear. It's not such a clear. It took me like a long, like a pretty decent amount of time to like break this down in terms of how this works. So I wanted to make sure we're clear no matter what. But we'll, we have more to do. But just look at the Ramban. He just says it kind of in a clearer way. I think. Uh, so he quotes. Uh, Perisher of Shmuel Shagazru al Stam Yenam Yishum Benosayen, that they that they made exera of Stam Yenam, any non-Jewish wine because of their daughters. Of a Yain Shnisnasech Mamish Lavodazar Midaraisa, right? But Yain is used for 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 actual Vodazar. That's that's an isn't Daraisa. That we don't need to do a Chazal for that. Can Mefurish Leel Measher Chilav Zvachem Without Passing Recorded Before. Vim Tomar Stam Yenam Nami Litzem Yishum Shem and Nisnasech Lavodazar. So the Ramban says, but wait a second. Stam Yenam, it shouldn't just be usher because of maybe you'll marry one of their daughters. Maybe Stam, if it's Stam Yayin and belongs to Ovid Avodazara, maybe he was using the Avodazara practice and he saved some and brought it home. And right? maybe that was actually what it was used for. So the Gemara says, so he says, Mi'uta hu umilta dolo That's not, not really worried about that. It's a, the chances that that one is the same one he used Avodazara, I'm not really worried, I'm not really worried about that. So that's one approach. That's what, that's what, uh, says. So he says the, the Ravid says if it was a concern that maybe it was actually you know actually uh, used for Vodazara, that wouldn't be a reason to make an, an Isr Hana because it's too that's a, an Isr Hana is a very very strong Isr. What about 
Yeah. So is, the Isra Na Chametz is it shows you how strong it is. So his point is, if it's something that is very far, you know, very unlikely that this is really what the issue is, and you're just like a gazer because maybe it happens to be a Vodazara wine, that wouldn't create an Isra Hana. Chazal would not make an Isra Hana. Because it's, yes, it's very serious, but it's so remote. So to make an Isra Hana on something that the likelihood of it is so remote, that they wouldn't do. So he writes, the Rambam writes, Ve'ein zanachon. So he says it's not true. You could have said that. The Ramban says, like we say, he thinks that the real reason um, it's not because of the really worry that's Yain Nezach. The real issue is an Isser of Binosayan. Um, he explains other parts here, but the most important way we're at the bottom, he says, right, The real concern is that they can sit and, and drink together with them at, at their party. That's the Sudavachashverosh. Well, all of these stories, like to have, to have Jews sitting and drinking with non-Jews is going to put, put with with Obdev Vodazara, which we should be careful, is is going to place us in this type of precarious situation, right? It is. So how it is, is it different than the Chametz prohibition? Chametz prohibition, first of all, is the Isra Right, but that's so that you don't eat it. We that's what we assume. Correct. Correct. So you're saying it's, why... It's, it's a food item. I can't right. sell it. Right. I, just the same way. I can't sell wine. Right. Item, right. Because I can't... So I would, so I would argue... So Shechter says this all the time. He always says, whenever Chazal make a takana, they always do it... Always, they always... They always do it like a daraisa. So it could be, that Shechter would say, that similar idea here. Since the Benosehan issue is such a serious issue, Chazal wanted to be so careful right, that you shouldn't even come, some, come near it that they didn't just aser it in Isra Shasiya, not just Isra a drink, but also, also in Isra Hana, for the same reason. I mean, you have certain things that are so, so concerned about, we create such a high level of Isra, not just in Isra Achil, but even in Isra Shasiya, even Isra Hana, because we want to make that get there. You can make that argument. Yeah. Well, what about Yosef's brothers? What about Yosef's brothers? They were drinking wine with... You know, with, with you know, somebody. Good. Who so, the so, the, so the answer that so the so the answer is they're gonna have to give a whole right. explanation. <laughs> but the answer, easy answer is before Matan Tower. Okay. Before Matan Tower. So uh, yeah, in Echanami, you're right. But so uh, Ramban says the reason is Shloye that he shouldn't drink it at their party. Ah. Right. Don't get the party. I'm going to have a bottle of wine at home. I'm at home. Right. So it could be that his argument is that the because he's not going to say that the, he's giving you the, the rationale. So he's not he can't he's not going to argue that the actual uh, detail of the isser is different. But his but his point is that the rationale is if we allow so dri- right if we allow it what's going to happen? Mishum b'no sayin. What does he mean mishum b'no sayin? That's what it means. If their daughters aren't around. No, correct. Anachanami. You're right. You're, you're, you're going to, you know, get to the Ben Yishchai in a second. You'll see. Well, ben Yishchai goes crazy. You'll why see. is that different than drinking, quote unquote, kosher wine with yeah. non-Jews? Ah. <laughs> and does this apply to liquor as well? So the issue of Stam Yenam does not apply to liquor. The issue where it comes the issue where it comes in is blended whiskeys and sherry casks. That's where the issue of blended whiskeys and sherry, which we spoke about before, right, right, right. but that that issue, the reason that becomes an issue at all, is because the wine in the sherry cask is not kosher wine. Well, if I it's kosher wine, it's kosher. We're, 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 the we're assuming it's rather inhibitions, right? So we're saying, why is wine not, different right, than liquor? Why ban that one drink and not the, the behavior or the circumstance? Good. So, Correct, they had beer as well. So, it's a good question. It's a good question. I don't have the answer for you for that question, but I, th- I think the answer. Um, first of all, <laughs> I could give a share if you want <laughs> about, about the about about the question of drinking with non-juice. Um, it's a real shell. Um, it's a real shell. Um, drinking with non-juice. It's not a simple answer. 
um, about even about even with scotch. <laughs> yeah, it's not so simple. It's not such a simple shallot. That shallot, that shallot, it might be a separate sir, but it's not such a simple shallot either. Um, I'm happy to, to give the shear. I don't know if it will come. Um, <laughs> but the, but, the, but, but, non, but, I'm but I'm happy to give the shear because it's a real shallow. Um, uh, that's number one. Um, number two is, but just in terms of this is, sir, I think it, it emanates from the, the centrality of wine. Certainly, I, I, I can't speak you know, sociologically or historically in terms of you know how you know where where whiskey and scotch played a role you know three thousand years ago. I I think it wasn't as as much you know as yeah it wasn't uh, it wasn't something that was uh, you know used as often. It wasn't chazal. We're going to see it in a second. Make zeros on things that are shchiach, things that are that are the norm around. It seems to me when Achshverosh and Haman get together, they're not drinking single malt, right? They're not drinking Johnny Walker. They're drinking wine. Well, in modern times, is this extrapolated? To oh, so that's other, right, right, right. So, 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 and the other thing is, Gzeros derabanan. We're not machadesh new Gzeros derabanan just because the reason may apply to other things, right? For example, we don't we have an acid potato starch for, as kidneyos because wait, potato starch also looks like. You know what? Because you don't add on new levels, new levels of Easter there are bunch of zeros. Once they are set, they're set where they are. We don't build on them. If you can imagine, there's certain times when we don't add Easter, um, but we don't. But we don't. Um, there, there, there's another conversation about the question of drinking, you know, scotch, other things with with non a separate question or kosher things besides a, a stamienum question is is another conversation. But um, but this one I think has to do with the fact that it was the central drink. Um, that people drank together, certainly socially, and certainly becomes therefore that you know again you want to extrapolate hashkafically from this to what should be going on. That's a, a very I think a very fair thing to extrapolate. They had shechar, yain v'shechar, right? right. Beer goes so, back to the Egyptians. And beer was also very central. So I was just was, studying for us for uh, ancient Egypt's test. <laughs> I got here. It's true they have beer. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good question. They, so the yeah, they didn't even say shechar. One can assume it's dafka yain. Uh, this iser is an iser is an iser on yain. It is Johnny iser on yain. That's for sure. There's a reference in the Gemara to fermented apple juice or apple cider. Okay, so let's let's keep going, and well, but it's an important question. Um, fine. Um, so the Rishonim asked this question, the same question, you know, is, it, is this really, is this Isser just because of Benosayan? What about, what about Avodah Zara? So uh, the Rashma says a similar thing we saw in the Ramban, that initially the Chazal assered wine out of a concern for intermarriage with that, that relationship. Um, and by that time, the Isser was only to drink the wine, not to get Hana. But then when wine libations actually became more at a certain point, they actually became more prevalent. Um, that's when Chazal said, okay, so now it's Israel not to. Because they were, were concerned about, you know, the actual question of Yain Nezach. So there are different, different ways that different, the different uh, Rishonim take a look at this. But the, certainly the Binosayan is, the, is, the, is, the, is the, main, the main issue. But the question of Yain Nezach is an important one also. And could possibly be the reason why the Israel not the Israel benefit was, was added on to it. Okay, but the, the, a big challenge that comes up here is Stam Yenam, we're worried about Yain Nesach, so that's only if you're an Ovid of Odazara. What happens if you're not an Ovid of Odazara? But if you're just a, a regular, God fearing non Jew, right? Does the same Isra apply to you? So what would you say? I would say yes. You would say yes. You're down the same road of intermarriage. Okay. Even if it doesn't involve Odazara, it's going to still right. lose your souls. Right, so you might think that. That look according to this svaro though from the Rashba, who says that originally it was just Mishum Benosayan that was an Isra, just an issue to drink it, and then because of Avodah they made an Isra Hana. So there are some we're going to see in a moment distinctions made about the Isra Hana uh, when it comes to someone who is a believer in one God, a Muslim, or something. So yeah, so a a, a wonderfully uh, devout Ben Noach, uh, a, a Muslim who believes in one God. Christians, there's machlokas. We've mentioned this probably a few times, right? Christians machlokas. For, for certainly for us, it's us to believe that God has any parts or partners. Um, the question is for a non-Jew: Is there an issue for a non-Jew to believe in what's called shituf, that you have multiple, you know, uh, something that works together with God, three parts of God, things like that? So machlokas we shown him how we understand that. 
So if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, verse number five, the the, the Mechaberites is foul. Stam yenam shalovdi kochavim aser behana. Right, it's not just aser to drink, but aser to get any benefit from. Hu adin lemagaam bayayin shalano. Similar in this, we're going to get. We have to talk about not just their wine, but what they have to do to our wine to make it their wine. Um, so he says, touching their wine, touching our wine. Why mishum gzeres yayin shinisnasnechleilim? So Ramah writes because of our concern that maybe. They used it for their own service, so that's you see that side of it, right? Today, says Ramah, that we're not that the non-Jews do not bring libations to their God. There's some assuming that sounds like that Christianity is not a vodazara, because um, Christians do use different. Some some Christians use wine as part of their service. Um, so the Ramah says, so it could be with our non with our non Jews who are not over the Avodah they're still an Isser Shasia. Why? Because I'm still worried about the intermarriage aspect. But it's not an Isser Hana. I mean, if I want to do business in in non kosher wine, I could do business in non kosher wine. The Kain Stam Yain Shalahem Eno Osser Lahanos Mimedo. Let's say you want a Nanju owes you money and he wants to pay you back with his wine. So that would be permissible, says the Rama, because with a Nanju today who is not involved in libations to, a, to, a, uh, to, to his Avodazara. Even though you may come to sell that wine to a Jew? Uh, even though you, I mean, if you know what it is, hopefully you won't come to sell it to a Jew. But yeah. You know, there's a, right, there's a, well, it's a but you could sell it to another, you could sell it to another. Which I guess comes back to the whole, the beer thing on Pesach. What do you the mean? The Jewish guy who owns like, the right, right, but the assumption is you know you're dealing with non-kosher things, you, you can do business in non-kosher food, that's okay. Not, not in no, Basur Rechala, which is Asur Rechana. But it doesn't say Eno Kasher, right? It says Asur. Asur Rechana. No, but like usher shtia, what's the difference in that and not kosher? Is it technically not kosher? Um, so what you're asking is, let's say someone takes tam yenam and would cook it in a, a cook it in a cook it in your di- in your in your frying pan. Do I have to kosher it afterwards? Yeah, that's a good question, right? Like the same question with bishul akum. That's a big question. Kosher question. The machlokas by bishul akum. If a non-Jew makes you, uh, you know, cooks uh, uh, whatever steak in your frying pan. So it's kosher steak and you're a kosher frying pan, but the non-Jew cooked it. The non-Jew turned on the fire and cooked it for you. So that's us, sir. So the question is, do you now need to kosher your frying pan? So the machal is him. We assume yes. Um, but the but is it, but same thing by Ya'in Nasach? I think the answer is, is yes. I think it's the same I think the same thing. I think so. Um, but I'm not positive. What if you knew so. the wine was gonna be used for a Bodazara, like telling it to a church or something like that? So that'd be a question of of uh, Lifna Iver. And if you're going to sell that wine, you, you should not be in the business of selling non kosher wine, not, right, n- non Jewish wine. wine, to be sold to, to you know, faith groups to yeah. use for their. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Selling kosher wine to a faith group. <laughs> that would also be a problem. <laughs> that would be a problem. Yes. Yes. But yes. it's okay to own stock. Even if it's, even if it's a Mushal, <laughs> they're going to use it for a Zara. But we're going to talk about Vushal in the second one. I mean, we wouldn't take him a Vushal one in the second right. one. We're going to but if you want to just look for a second, source number six, is the, there's a safer called Hakashris. You ever seen there's like these like brown, these browns farm and on the side in big letters, like, it's like Tfilas Kalim, Heksher Kalim, there's like a hundred of them. There's this guy, uh, he's, uh, his last name is Cohen, I think. So he writes all these different farms. So one of them he writes is called Safer Hakashris, about Co- issues of Kashris in, Peric- in the 19th paragraph. That's Safer. So he, um, he talks about Yain Stam Yainam. So we're going to quote more from him in a second, but I just wanted to bring you just to see where he's at here. Yayin shi nishu lavodazara, asa mina Torah, b'shashiyah banan. It's actually used for lavodazara, it's iser daraisa, right? Kiding tigrovas avodazara, migzeret hachamim shalishtos lalehanos mikol yayin shalgoy. Right, but iser darabana, not to use, not to get any benefit from any, any, any yayin of a non-Jew. Afshalo yadua shuhuka avodazara, you need to know what's proper avodazara, vuhanikra stam yayinam. Not only that, but the, the wine of a non-Jew, of a Jew that was touched by a non-Jew. It's a very serious iser, and it is uh, kept everywhere, no matter where you live. They don't do this anymore. Today, they are no longer bringing yain for Avodah Zarah. 
Goy af behana, right? Does the, the Jew, non Jew touching your wine, make it now an Isser Hana? So, in a situation where you're going to have a, lose a lot of money, so those who are willing to be makel, that again, that today, like the Ramah, that because they're not really doing a Vodazar anyways, so the Isser Shastia still applies, but the Isser Hana, maybe not so much. Okay. But now take a look. He says, We're going to talk in a little bit about what do they have to do to make it actually usher in the first place. If you have Dhamma Vushal wine, what does the non have to do to it to make it uh, a problem for you? But the point is that once someone is a, a believer, Right, so now already they, you drop their level of isra in the first place, and only isra shasiya. And then what happened? Then that's going to help us if they don't do everything that you know uh, is necessary to make it usher. I just wanted to show you in source number seven the ben Yishchai. The ben Yishchai is a very uh, you know well uh, accepted posik from Baghdad. So he uh, and but also certainly in uh, not just in halacha but also in. Uh, Sisrei Torah in the, in, the, in the hidden, unrevealed types of Torahs. So he writes as follows. On the right side, We're very machmir about the, you know, the, 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 the wine of the non-Jews and even touching our wine. More than any other Yisrael Darabonah. Because when a person drinks wine that was touched by a non-Jew or non-Jewish wine, you cause the, your soul to be destroyed from its source, its very high, high holy source, whatever that means. He thinks it's a big deal spiritually. You lose a lot of good from this. Person has no place in Olam Haba. Okay, why is that? I, I don't know. Sounds like curry. He thinks it's like very a, serious. A, a this is this is the rabbanan. This is the rabbanan. This is the raisa. But he's he the the the, the, the seriousness with which the Ben Yishchai takes this. And he says. I can't even really translate this. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that the, the neshama, which comes from the higher levels of light, that is, you know, from the wine that was saved from the from the grapes of the six days of creation. Some say that the uh, the, the Gemara has different opinions. What the what the etzadas was. One of the opinions of the etzadas was a was a of grapevine. I don't know if that's where he's getting. I don't know if that's the connection here, but. Uh, Anyways, so he, therefore he says, so you see why. One of the 18 things that was, that was answered by Ben Chizkiah Ben Gurion. It was the last of the 18, meaning it was the, the Chai number. Right? It was the one that gives you life. If you keep this gzera, you will be alive. The word, the letters of yayin in the words hachayim are the same, same gematria. Fine. So he, uh, we, the rest of it we don't need to see for right now. But the bottom line is, he thinks it's important halacha, in case it wasn't clear. Um, and he thinks it has a, a spiritual uh, impact on a person who doesn't Keep this halacha, and especially about the person who does keep this halacha. So, uh, does hold, like, who does he hold like the Rambam? Like, yeah. like, so he he talks like, about this this. Uh, and why is he so? So he says, "What makes you? Where, at what point? I mean, <laughs> what makes you so? Great? Yeah. Well, he says, look, seventy and sixty-three. I don't know what. what? It's not the gematria. The gematria is not the same. It's not the same. No, no, oh, not sorry. <laughs> It's not, even, it's, not even, it's not even the plus no. and minus. Oh, sorry, 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 no, 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 no. Yayin ima osios. Ima osios. Yayin is 70. Hachayim is... 
73. But you gotta count the 73. Letters. Oh, plus Yine the three. Yine is 70 plus oh, the three letters. Come on. No, 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 no. You're like the three of Yine. Right, right, right. Don't make fun. Don't mess with Ben Yishchai. I'm gonna say. One other thing that he likes here. One other thing that he says here, actually, that is that is important just in general. Um, and this I've actually heard said by others, not just Ben Yishchai. But he says as follows. Just look at the middle one for a second, the middle paragraph. The Tony Asard used for an actual distinction between Mamish and Even though they say the reason was because of intermarriage. We shouldn't come to have yichud with these women. You shouldn't come to, to illicit relations to get married. That's not the main reason. They saw in their ruach hakodesh that this was an important iser, and they asserted it, and they gave us a reason. Chazan don't give us they, they work in the nigla. nigla We go with things that are revealed So they tell us a reason They don't tell us the hidden reason They tell you the simple reason Even if the regular reason would go away The, the hidden reason never goes away so, the, so just, it's an interesting point. I, we actually saw this when I gave the shear uh, last summer, I think it was, about, um, about two days of Yantif. So there was talk like this also in some, of the, in some of the Rishonim that like even though the reason given is X... There's already, like, back in the time of Shmuel and Ovi already, they were talking about this idea. And that the, and the, and that the idea of a two-day event of a chutzlar, it's like a, is like a concept that Chazal already knew about already way before there was any rationale that was revealed to us. Do you find this in other places where, you know, so say, oh, the rationalism is we'll get rid of the Xerah. The answer is not so simple. When Chazal makes Xerah, it wasn't all just practical. There was sometimes a spiritual element behind it that we may not understand and know, and therefore we shouldn't be so cavalier to just reject the Xeris Chazal because it doesn't apply to us. But, anyways, that just gives you a sense of how intense some take this is, sir. Uh, what about someone who's, what about someone who's not, not, a, not a from Jew? Does the Allah apply to them? Define from, from a non shomer Torah mitzvos. A person who does not keep Shabbos, a person who does not keep kosher, a person who does not keep... Uh, for non I've heard it's so this is the, we're talking everything we're talking right now is non-mavushal non- <coughs> so with the halacha misvara rationale would you, should it apply to them or it shouldn't apply to them is it a mashumad or is it uh, or is it just uh, well, something that we call a mumar a mumar is somebody who uh, they don't they don't they, they, they don't keep but they don't they don't keep halachos they don't that mean they don't know the halachos maybe they weren't taught the halachos but they don't keep the halachos they don't keep Shabbos. They don't keep kashas. They don't. Get, it's not like they're not embarrassed. It's their life. They don't. They don't keep these things. Isaiah, of course, no. it should apply to them. Why? The biggest. It seems like one of the biggest things is we don't want intermarriage. That's the reason for this. So even more so for someone who's not shomer mitzvah, we don't want them to be intermarried. So Sturmbach says almost Sturmbach says almost exactly what Adam said. Sturmbach says not intermarriage, because you can't just say intermarriage because they're Jewish. But he says Sturmbach's approach, and this is kind of the Shitas over Sturmbach, that we are if the concern is a relationship concern, the impact that these relationships have on us, someone who's not from Certainly, we should be concerned. They're going to take us off the same, you know, in the same well, direction. Just I'm just telling you that's what Mr. I'm just telling you what Mr. says. Mr. Shemach says almost. Adam said almost Mr. Shemach's words, like word for word. Mr. Shemach says in the truth, when she says Magos, very, very similarly. He says even though you can't argue Bino Sehen, right, but the this, the rationale is 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 the the impact. Um, what if bringing somebody to a party or a meal where wine is served would 
more like a Shabbos meal, than, right? Like, like the Shabbat project, right? Exactly, right? Like any person who decides so to ask a cook. So it's a good question. It's a good question. So if you do it for I knew you would. I knew you would love Sturmbach. I love you. I knew you would love Sturmbach. That's why I didn't bring it inside. And I brought you instead of Yaakov Edlinger and the Shabbat in Sion. Who has a harder time with this Shaila? And Rettlinger says he's not sure. Take a look at source number He says, Those today who don't keep the mitzvot, I don't know what to say about them. It's not a rebellion. They just don't know from anything. He says, because we have people like this. This was Meisim B'choyom. You had Hashkam Minin on Shabbos. And a lot of shuls, this is only 50, 60 years ago in America. Hashkam Minin was, you go to work afterwards. Yeah. And that's the Hashkam Minin. Hashkam Minin, you make Kiddush, Kiddush, Herring, and then you go to work. That's what you would do on Shabbos. Um, just being Mechal Shabbos makes you consider a Mumar. And the halacha is, by the way, mumar nechshav kegoy in certain situations. That a mumar, a person who's, who is a, you know outright violator of Shabbos, is considered like, in certain situations, has a halacha of a non-Jew in certain situations. Um, again, but this is really, we're, we're way today, and this is already way earlier, but, you know, we've back, now I would say the halacha is still the halacha, but... There's so many. The question of whether people are considered mummer today is much harder to, to say. They really, you know, they're like rebellious against the halacha. Why is a person not? Why, why is it being a shomer shabbos like the distinction of a person's love of from God? So one is sociologically, right? Just once a person shomer shabbos, they're usually keeping a lot of other things. But it's also because shabbos is a edus. It's a testimony in the kashbrocha creating the world and that there is a creator, right? So this guy, he says, how do you call him a, a mumar l'chal Shabbos? means they, don't, they must not believe in anything because they don't keep Shabbos. Once you don't keep Shabbos, you've like thrown everything out, right? But v'zeh moda, I did feel of a kiddush. This guy says, davening, and he makes kiddush. That there's a Kodesh Baruch Hu who created the world, right? Uma gam v'b'neihem, asher kamu tachtayem, asher lo yadu v'lo shamu dinei Shabbos. Shedomen mamash l'tzidukim. Delo nechshivu ke mumar. They're not a mumar, they're not a rebellious person. They're not, that's, that's not what's going on here. They're not trying on purpose to uh, attack. That's right. The Karaites, you know, were not considered, they at least kept Shabbos. Um, but the, the issue was what the, that they were rejecting But the point is, he doesn't know what to do with people from Mechal and Shabbos. He says, It's a good idea. Person who's mamish rebelling against the halacha, he knows the halacha. He says, "I don't care about it," and he's mechal shabbos like a like an angry like an angry rebel. So fine. He's someone who's not. There's what to rely on. He says to say that they're not that they're not considered a mummer, and therefore they don't have the status if they were touched that wine. To, to make that wine yain, uh, Stam Yenam. Um, also has a true reason where he's making on this topic. Um, so the question is, how does it become, how does it become yain, yain, Stam Yenam? How does wine become Stam Yenam? So, first of all, if, it, if it's made by non-Jews and produced by non-Jews all through non-Jews, so it's going to be Stam Yenam. That's easy. But, but what, if it's, what if it's my wine? Right? Non-Mavushal wine, how does that happen? So, look source number nine, you have a, a three important uh, points here. You have a Mechaber, you have a Ramah, and then you have a Shach. The Mechaber says the way you become, the way you create Ya'in Stam Yenam is three things. 
Shlosha Tanoim, he says. Echad Shiyaskav in Liga. He touched it on purpose. Meaning if he bumps into the wine, or f- falls into the wine, uh, then you have to have such... It's like, you'd be amazed by how many Simonim and Shulchan Aruch there are about this topic. Like 10, 11 Simonim and Shulchan Aruch. All about this, just Yain Nesach. So if he, he has to touch it on purpose. Lafuke Tinok Shenaga. Touches the actual wine or the vessel? Yes, touches the actual wine. On purpose, does that mean for the sake of ruining it? No. Or, no. Okay. So just, no. Pour, just for the just sake of It means to touch the wine. means to touch the wine. Vechain fine. Shani Shiyada Shuyain. He has to know that it's wine in there. And Shlishi Shlehe Osek Badavachi. shouldn't be like doing something else at the same time. Right? He's got to be like, he's intending to pick it up and to move it over here. Like that's, like, that's what he's trying to do. Focused on the wine. He's focused on what he's doing. So check this out. So Ramo says, so first of all, that means that if someone you know, inadvertently touches a bottle, knocks a bottle over, um, doesn't know what's in the bottle, let's say it's not a you know, wine bottle, it's some other type of canister or whatever, and you don't know. Um, or, you know, it's a question, how do you define Shleya Osek Bedover Acher? Like they're like you know the, maybe they're they're carrying a box of different items and there's a wine bottle also in there. He doesn't even know what it is and know it's there, etc. So this, that's not going to make something yes. The wine bottle has to be open. Yes, yes. We have to own, own in a second. Yeah. Uh, so the Ramah writes, "This is a big kula. It's a big kula." The Ramah writes right here. lab Again, you see that if you're wondering what the sheet of the Ramah is, he he can say everyone that that they're now they're now over the Avodah Zara. Um, Every time a non-Jew touches wine, he says today, it's Shalom B'Kavana. Okay. And therefore, if he touches the wine through some other, uh, you know, you know uh, wasn't direct, even though he knows it's wine, and he meant to touch it, you can even drink it. Uh, because here he didn't touch it directly. He touched it, you know, with, uh, you know, through some other, some other means, whatever. People have this thing about gloves. You'll see in a second about, like, if the, the non Jews wear gloves, you'll see that the postman don't generally accept that. But, like, um, um, but once, again, you do it, he doesn't be kavana, but every kavana is considered shalom kavana because he doesn't have, again, what's the kavana? The point is that maybe he has in mind to make this into his forever zara, right? So if he's not a person that does forever zara, so he doesn't have that, that's, that situation. Um, he doesn't have that, you don't have that concern. Um, it's, not, it's not a crazy, it's not a crazy kula, because it's really, if they're really not involved in forever zara anymore, so maybe I really should talk and not be worried about it. Um, would, he, would he say that Doing drinking with a non-from Jew would not be a problem at all because they're. Well, that, he's just saying whether they're they're touching your moving your wine, if they're moving it, let's say in a bottle that's you know you know and they're and they're and they're and they're just you know moving it over, with that, with that but so that's already shalom kavana and it's maybe it's ayadid over acher you know they're pushing it over or whatever so that already could be dub, a double when you have two two strikes right. two out of the three out. He says it becomes even mutter to drink. Uh-huh. Again, that's also the Ramah who already said that today with the non-Jews, the only Isra is only Isra of drinking in the first place. Right. So the, the, the Shach tears this up. And he says, this is not true. <laughs> he says, no one agrees with this. The Rishonim don't agree. Dacharonim don't agree. And he says, anyone who says such a thing only says it in a Hefzen Merubah. And he's a real big, a, big, a big financial loss. Which, by the way, is still important. Because you have someone who has a lot of... People... The people who are into wine, I'm told, mavushal wine is not as good as non-mavushal wine, right? right? Doesn't taste as good, that, which is part of the point. We'll see in one second. We're trying to finish up in a minute, but the, that's part of the idea. So, so someone who has a lot of wine that I don't know something happened that the non-Jewish mover or something whatever was moving it and uh, it was uncorked. Let's say it's whatever. So you could. Uh, you know, a hefsin maruba could apply, could play, come to play here. This Ramah is very, very important. But to have, uh, you know, stam to, oh, the Ramah says it's fine. You know, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, it's not, it's not a Ramah that is, that is easily accepted in a normal case. In a normal case. Um, but what is this, what is this, um, 
the Shulchan talks about leaving a non-Jew with sealed container with containers of wine, and he says that if you, as long as you have one seal on it, you can leave it with the non-Jew, and you don't have to be concerned that it becomes uh, that they maybe they touched it and resealed it. Generally, it's hard to reseal wine, except now they have this new shtick. They have these new things that you can that you can you can you can make a hole in the cork and then recork it afterwards, right? I don't know if it's not yeah, new. I, I, I just saw an infomercial or something. Yeah. Like, it's expensive because like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I, still, I don't think you have to be concerned for such a thing. You know, as long as it's, as long as it's corked and it has one of those, you know, those seals on top, you're going to know that no one touched the one. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. Um, what's the deal with Mavushal? What's Mavushal? So what's the point? So this, this simple shot, it's, it's, a, it's a Mishnah. In Sertz Ramalav, it's a Mishnah. Yain Mavushal, Eim Bo Mishnah Megiloi, Ve'eim Bo Mishnah Yain Nesach. So once wine is cooked, I'm not worried about it. Why? The reason I'm not worried about it is because at that point, uh, many different explanations. One explanation is because now uh, a non-Jew, they never, never bring um, cooked wine as, as, as offered. I think, you know, I think we can't either, actually. Um, bring cooked wine on the Mizbeach or on their Lahavdil, their type of Mizbeach. You don't have a concern. Um, others say, no, it actually has to, it changes the taste. Um, different explanations, but the bottom line is, once it's mavushal, this whole thing goes away, and there's no iser at all, none. Everything we talked about goes out the window, and there's no concern at all. Um, so, so, uh, and there's a discussion in pa- whether pasteurization has the same status as mavushal. When Moshe says yes, others say no. Like for like Kedem grape juice, for example. Yeah. So that's pasteurized, and that's we. I think they, I think the OU assumes that pasteurization counts as bishal. Um, and that's why you don't have to worry about cutting grape juice, all these things. So pasteurization, much lower level of cooking. I don't, didn't ask the wine connoisseurs. I think it probably affects the wine on a lesser, to a lesser extent. But this is the reason why at every event, in you've, if you've ever worked in cashews in your whole life, any event that ever goes on, the requirement is the wine has to be mavushal. Why? Because you have non-Jews pouring the wine. So if you have non-Jews pouring the wine, once the non-Jew takes that wine bottle, has every intent to take that wine and to pour it in someone's glass, so that wine becomes stamina, right? So, so that's why, um, that's why uh, I think every kosher state, as far as I know, uh, is mocked with it. Anyone, and uh, we are in the shul, that all wine has to be mavushal. For that reason, um, I encourage people who are going to have, like, you may have a non-Jew over, you may going to have non-from people over, so just do yourself a favor, use mavushal wines. So you don't have to, like, get into shyness. Um, but some people are like, what are you talking about? Like, I can never use a wine. It's terrible wine. Okay, so then be careful. We don't want to end up like insulting people. And, uh, you know, um, again, you can rely on, uh, on Ruvavadia, that, that, that by someone who's not from, it's not a problem anyways. But, uh, you know, that's sort of where this comes from. Uh, there's an interesting, there's an interesting uh, article that you can read on your own, if you want, by Rabbi Danny Mann in Eretz uh, Chemda. Someone asked him about tasting, going to wine tasting. You know, in like I don't know where, some random place, a non-Jewish vineyard. So oh, he's out. so yeah, wine tasting is spinning oh, out. So oh. so it's so the first alley is maybe it's not, it's Tamiena. Oh. If it's Tamiena, it's Isra Shasia. If it's Isra Shasia, is an Isra of tasting things that are also to drink. Then probably there is, but the, beyond that, he said there could be it could be just rather cautious issues also. With that. So I wouldn't recommend tasting non non kosher wine. Um, but uh, he gets in, into some of these questions as part of that conversation. So, you know, the bottom line is, the real place this comes up is you're gonna have, uh, you know, uh, you're gonna have a meal and you're gonna have non-Jewish people pouring the wine, so that will create this thing. You know, uh, in this safe for you can discuss some of these questions, but like, you have a corked bottle, which can be easily corked and uncorked, and you have a non-Jew who works, at, who like lives in your house, right, who were, you know, works, at, or works in the house during the day, who like moves the bottle over. And so those situations that sometimes we can be make of because you assume the person just kind of like moved it, you know how much was in, you know it wasn't touched, yeah. it was slid, slid over, but you got to be, but these, but these are real shallows. Yeah. They come up, what you do with non-Vushal wine you have non-Jews working in your house? So these shallows are, are going to come out. This is when I've gotten this question a few times from people. I have someone in my house and the wine was moved and I'm like, so why wasn't it Vushal? So they say, because it doesn't taste good. So fine. But that's, that's when these questions, you know, tend to come up. And certainly at these other, but this is this gives you at least uh, a background into where the issue co- issue comes from. Uh, we can talk at a different time about the actual issue, or possible issue, of drinking with non-Jews uh, without besides this this issue. Yeah. So it, it's 